Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to make beef business your business because we're in business with the best in the beef business right now. Because you listen to this podcast, because I'm giving you this read, you can get in on a sweet deal with Hassle Cattle Company, that great delicious Wagyu beef, that blue collar beef. They're hooking you up with 10% off your entire purchase. Not once, not twice, not three times, but every time you punch in code DNVR10 at checkout when ordering food from HassleCattleCompany.com. That's H-A-S-S-E-L-L, cattlecompany.com. Remember, use promo code DNVR for 10% off every single time. You can also just come over to the DNVR bar, revamped menu featuring some delicious burgers made with that blue-collar beef goodness. Hassle Cattle Company, check it out. Here we go. Here we go again. You guys know I haven't known what day of the week it was all week. I usually yeah. never I've always I've gotten this wrong before. Yesterday I said it's Friday. Oh wow. <laughs> she was like, It's Monday. What are you talking about? I'm like That's oh, really bad. That's yeah. the worst I've ever done. That's as far, it's as, it's as, far as you can, can get a Monday to Monday. Uh welcome into Tuesday, everyone. Uh the real Tuesday, the Tuesday DNBA show, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use promo code DMVR whenever it is that you sign up. And bet on everything you want. Put some money on the abs to win the Stanley Cup. Do it. Again. I, I think you should just do a little nuggets bet, abs bet. Just put them on there. Yeah. That way you have so all year. You're just kind of like, you know, I might have all this money coming my way. I don't know. We have to wait and see. An all-ballerina parlay. The all-ballerina parlay. <laughs> I, uh, I saw Throw the man in there today in ballerina, and I said hello to him. And he did not say hey back. Whoa. They're just Nate like Nate McKinnon. Us. Yeah. Did you ask him how he's doing? I said, he has COVID, apparently. I said, hey, man. And he uh, looked down at the ground. <laughs> it's like, all right, cool. No, uh, good to meet you. That's a good was, story. I right? guess right after he found out he had the positive test. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why yeah. else he would have been in the arena. High five. Oh, you yeah. didn't do it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So, so, so weird. <laughs> I missed an opportunity for so many good jokes. Well, that's breaking news. Nate McKinnon was at the arena today. I thought maybe, 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 this maybe I'm report. wrong about what Nate McKinnon You probably McKinnon said hi like. to some guy. Yeah, you're right. It was you're definitely right. not Nate McKinnon. You're probably right. I would break this down. Um, I saw some other guys like Nate McKinnon said hi to me in the hall today, thinking you were him. So like, there's a weird bizarro <laughs> yeah, vote out there. players have a very similar look. Um, guys, we have a great show for you today. We're going to talk about practice. I was not there today, so I, I am like you, audience. I will be asking all the questions because I can't wait to be taken behind the curtain and find out what happened today. Will Barton, do we have an update on him? Is he playing? We're going to find all that out. We're also going to talk about ESPN's future power rankings. ESPN looked into the future and determined what the uh, where the Nuggets slot. 
I'm going to be honest with you guys. The power <laughs> rankings on ESPN's future power rankings, getting lazier. It's getting easier just to slot in the two or three teams that are like, right. they're probably just going to be good. There's yeah, no yeah. reason to think that other than they just are probably going to be good. And then everyone else fighting for the scraps. Um, and then what else do we have on our docket? We're going to talk about League Pass teams, oh, our favorite yes. ones. Yes. League, league, league pass yes. darlings. <laughs> as well as our main topic, which is going to be, I mean, this story with Kyrie Irving, we thought it had some legs early on. Everybody was talking about it. Then we thought, oh, it sounds like he's getting the vaccine and will participate. Latest momentum is, no, he's going to be holding out and not getting the vaccine. Brooklyn is also holding out, saying, well, then you're not going to participate in practices or play home games. Yeah. And look, Brooklyn's the heavy favorite. So we're going to talk about how much does this shift should there be even a heavy favorite? And does this season now starting to shape up like last season where it really is anybody's game? Mm. So we're going to talk about that topic. But first, I want to go inside Ball Arena. Harrison, I'd usually throw it to you. Yeah. But you've been at practice. Oh, yeah. You've been at games. Yeah. I'm old news. You have been on the outs yeah. for 18 months. As I was yesterday or Sunday for the first time, you got to go back. Just kind of take us inside your feelings. Well, First of all, they must have gotten word I was coming because the whole practice arena was empty when we walked in. <laughs> they got out of there with a quickness today. It's a travel day. It's a travel day. It's a travel Wait, day. Wait, um, did we miss it? <laughs> what? Did you, we miss the media? No, no, I did make the media. Oh, okay. It just was a, sometimes you walk in and everyone's yeah, there. Yeah. They're wrapping up practice. We walked in and it was like just Malone and uh, everyone else was gone. But it was great to be back. Great to see uh, our people, first of all, and yeah. the media, brethren, friends. And then just that, I still remember the first time I walked into that practice gym. Um, and it's a really, really cool feeling to just, I don't know. I mean, it's, there's still so many doors between us and the actual access, we, access we'd like. But it's still so cool to open those doors and walk in. Yeah. So um, excitement, buzz. I guess if it's an empty I, arena. Like, it was I tough, it. dude. Like yesterday, it. you could tell there was a nice vibe. There was a nice buzz. Bones was dancing, like just doing crazy shit. Uh, today, like nobody was in there. So it was, it was tough to get a feel. Okay. All right. It's a travel day, though. Like, they have practice. It's always a short practice the day before a travel day. They go home. They pack because most guys don't pack before, like, they go to the arena and go to the plane. It's, yeah. it's weird. Um, but they go home, then pack, then go to the airport, then fly to OKC. I should know this, and maybe one of us should know this, I hope. <laughs> Are both games in Tulsa or just one? Not one. In, they're not both in Tulsa, though. They're both in Oklahoma. Well, I thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One's so the, I the, like that you brought in this, the, but the there are two night, games. Yeah. The one tomorrow night is <laughs> well, at the Thunder <laughs> Arena. The one Thursday is in Tulsa. Yeah. Two, okay. Two so different there it is. arenas. There it is. Yeah. 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 That's I, okay. So, um, alrighty. Fantastic. So let's talk. What, what did Malone have to say? I mean, I felt like there was a big revelation today at practice. Wow. I, I don't know if everybody took it this way, but I certainly did. I thought Michael Malone pretty much confirmed that Bones Highland's going to be in the bench rotation. Let's go! I thought he pretty well, much wait, confirmed wait. that. This is Harris. This is a game of telephone where he didn't actually say that, but you. Well, of course he did. He inferred something, and you implied something, and yeah. here we are. <laughs> he definitely seemed to imply something. Yes. I understand, Harris. Michael Malone was talking about the bench. He said how he's still trying to figure out the bench unit, and that you know a lot of what happens, I think, tomorrow and Thursday will determine who is ultimately on that bench unit. But then he said, it's undeniable. Bones Highland has looked really good. P.J. Dozier has looked really good. Those are the two players he mentioned by name. And he said, those two guys are in a very good spot. Okay. I think that's pretty clear that he's saying those two guys are in the bench rotation. If you were to power rank based solely on the preseason, I know you can't do this, but based solely on the preseason, like, okay, which of your one, two, three off the second unit have looked the best? 
Bones might be number one. I mean, Bones and Dozier are two Bones of the most Dozier impressive. Are clearly, the two best guys on the bench unit so far. Huge gap. Yeah. And then you have to figure out their other pieces. But those two guys are like, they have been two of the best, maybe five players through all of preseason. You know, even if you're waiting, like Jokic has looked incredible in his limited minutes, but we expected that. Um, you yeah. know, I don't even know who else you would say has really stood out. I mean, obviously, Jim Eric, Michael Green had that big game in game two, right? But he, I mean, okay, but has he been better in Bones Highland overall? No, I'm no, saying he's another guy. He's you could probably put him guy. third. I'm trying. Uh, okay, well, I was going to say you have, you know, M- Michael Porter did have that 20 oh, I'm talking, talking about the second unit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just trying to, well, I was actually just looking at overall. Like okay. you'd say like Jokic, MPJ has looked good, even though they're, you know, he's had some mistakes. Aaron Gordon's looked really healthy. After that, I agree with your large bones point. is right there. And you might even have him like, Hey, he's really shined in, in some of these minutes. So yeah. to me, the question was always like, how much are you going to weigh this? But bones has so outperformed the field that I'm not, Totally surprised, but I'm pleasantly surprised, I guess, um, that that sounds like the case. Let me ask yeah. you this. Do you guys get the sense? I'll ask you. Do you get the sense that tomorrow's rotation is going to mirror what it's going to reflect what Michael Malone wants the rotation to be on opening night as closely as we see all preseason? And that was talked about today. That was that whole that was kind of a theme of, of every question and answer today was this is going to be our best sort of sample size in terms of. Um, making inferences and so on. So, I mean, look, two wins point. There was a question about the bench and who's in the bench. And the question started with it's fluid. And then he named two guys that look great. So I don't know if I would say like confirmed, but I understand what Harrison's saying. You know, I, I almost stopped and looked at him in the middle of that presser. Malone, Bones is a Malone guy. He's in. He's in that circle. So is Dozier. He's, yeah, those two guys are in. <laughs> it's like two top Malone guys, really. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that. Um, Do you feel I cut you off and you got upset because I did? No. Is that what happened? I was actually oh, I done it, talking. Okay. <laughs> so you can take it wherever I, I you want to take it. Uh, you guys seem less excited about this than I am. I'm guessing because you heard it and then you probably talked well, about it and then you it, drove and over. And on right. yesterday's show, we talked about how that seemed like the direction we were trending Yeah, but that was, that, was our, that was us speak. You never know until like, you, you actually get it. You usually have a pretty good read on yeah, these yeah, things, yeah. I feel like. Look, I am ready to run through a wall. Yeah. I'm very pumped. This is Every year, I feel like... It's so funny. We we talk about the rotation so much. It's like one of our main talking rotation points. talk. Rotation corner here. It's great. Um, is there a corner to a rotation? That's a good question. But Ooh. rotation corner here, where no. where we're always trying to think. There's, I would say, nine out of ten guys in the the rotation every year we like, and we're always like, there's always one guy where we're like, why don't they just play Michael Porter more? Why do they always play Torrey? RJ Hampton. Or, yeah, like there's always one guy. This is the first year where if this is true, I'm like. That's it. That's the nine guys I care about. The Faku, um, it sounds like, did he indicate Faku versus Austin Rivers? That's what's interesting. We can get into that. Um, But on on the Bones point, what's so exciting about it is because, and I've said this before, as we've been previewing and leading up to the season, there's an element to boring about this Nuggets rotation, but, (laughs) but boring is good. Like, you know what everybody does. You know what everybody's capable of, I think, for the large part. Bones is the one yeah. guy you don't know what he's, he's enough excitement do. though to make yeah. up for nine. Exactly, he is. He's as like as big of a wild card as you could ever have, and he does give you enough excitement to sure. be like, all right, every single night we really don't know what we're gonna get from everybody, even though we do for most of these guys because Bones is there. I want. I also eventually asked Malone, you know, given the fluidity of the second unit, do you have a good feel yet? 
for substitution patterns, right? Is it the hockey sub thing is going to stagger or is it too far down the line? And he said, you know, it's tough to get a full picture of that without a, a healthy squad. Um, and then he joked, he's like, obviously, you know, we'll always talk about one specific player and it'll be pointed out, well, he's better on the floor with Jokic. And Malone joked, well, so am I, right? So you got to find a way to get someone on the floor without him. Ultimately, they said they're going to look to get Porter some minutes with the bench again this year. So he brought that up. On the a, on Bones, Porter, a, staggered bench lines are going to be just like, pure adrenaline. Love it because Porter, I think, and I, I think the stats do bear this out, but I think Porter is, of the starters, the one guy where you can go, like obviously the whole unit's better with Jokic. Don't necessarily need Jokic out there for Porter to have a Porter quarter, and that's the kind of thing that can help this bench unit survive some uh, otherwise desert dry stretches. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting when you're talking about the rest of the bench, though, because I assume it's always a bad idea to assume, but I assume that the two greens are are locked in there mm -hmm. as your front yeah, court, yeah, right? Almost Zeke Naji. I actually asked Malone about Zeke Naji today. It's pretty clear that Zeke Naji's not in the primary second unit. Pretty clear that Vlatko and Bowler are not in that primary yeah. second unit, I think. So I think it's the two greens. I think it's Dozier. I think it's Bones Highland. The last spot... Maybe it's up for grabs. Maybe it's up for grabs. Faku, Austin Rivers would be the two guys who are contending for it. I would lean Faku slightly um, just because I think that's a nice fit with Bones on we some seen, levels. Have we seen Bones Rivers a lot? No. No. And we, had, we did get those little Faku Bones yeah. centers, of course. So I would lean Faku Bones just because we've seen it a little in the preseason, and it seems like it's worked okay. It fits the need better, too. Like, Bones is... His passing and playmaking is better than we expected, but I don't know that you like... It puts him in a tough spot if he has to be the point guard. Right, and I brought this up yesterday, but I said this on Twitter. Faku Bones is a better combo than Faku Monte, yeah. which is what the primary bench combo was last year because Monte you know, is your classic point guard. He's going to have the ball in his hands most times up the floor. Bones and Faku, there's much more of a split there, maybe yeah. even leading more Faku. So, so I like that. I, I like it too. That would be my preference is Faku Bones. It just seems to make most sense. Bones Rivers, you know, it puts the pressure on Bones to be the point guard, as I just said. But that's a pretty long lineup. You know, yeah. Austin Rivers 6'4". Bones is 6'3", but he has that really long wingspan. For a second unit, that's pretty switchy. Um, it's pretty versatile defensively. I think offensively, you look at it, other than the – true point guard aspect of it. It's not like you get more or less spacing between Faku and Rivers that yeah. much. I know Rivers a little bit more, but I don't... Yeah. He also holds the ball a little bit longer than Faku does, so I think offensively they're kind of in one hand out the other, minus the just pure point guard part. Yeah, I don't know if teams are changing the way they defend because of Rivers' catch-and-shoot threat, so I, I see yeah. your point there for sure. Here's another thing to think about, and this is a long ways away. Like We're, we're starting to really get ahead of ourselves, but if you think about the long-term lineup when Jamal Murray comes back he's the starting point guard that second unit then becomes Monte and Bones yeah which we haven't really seen a too much of but that's two really good players you think like, that'd be nice yeah I think it would be nice yeah I mean I really do so um I think that's on the table right I think it's on the table for I sure think so, yeah. I think it's on the table for sure or as I have oh I, I guess I predicted this maybe somewhere else that hasn't come out yet so I yeah won't, save I won't, it I'll, I'll save, save it, it. <laughs> um, that's great so that's that's fantastic news that's yeah. honestly the best news that could have come out of today's media availability for me personally oh there's yeah. one more update too let's um, keep going will, yeah. will Barton will play um yeah and they there's the least surprising news ever I, I told people this the other day he was like 
There was no limp. There was no. I was, he's, 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 he's completely unworried and unbothered, yeah, too. Yeah. We talked to him about it Sweet. as well today. But Ken say, yeah, they're going to give him a go. Depending on how he feels, how he looks, maybe they'll give him the back-to-back as well. But they might not force that. All right, let me ask this question. We got Bones with the starters last game in the second half, and it was just pure adrenaline. And that was with P.J. Dozier in that spot. You think we get any Bones with the other starters, including Barton? Huh. <sighs> Probably not much, to be honest. Mo- I mean, Malone has said that he wants to get different guys' minutes next to Nikola Jokic, just have different guys experience that. Um, but, you know, as we've seen, he-, he likes to keep things strictly, or for the most part, strictly starters and bench. But you know, They stagger like two at a time. Yeah, or, and PJ yeah. will mix in there. Sure. I bet Barton will mix in there, too. Maybe Bones is a candidate. But um, I'm just know, wondering if you bring Bo- Bones in – for Monte, but nobody else. So then you have, you know, Bones, Barton with the other three. Yeah, this maybe. Would be fun. I maybe. mean, to me, that's as close to a the best offensive lineup you can get without Jamal Murray. Bones for Monte. Yeah, yeah. that's like a, that's yeah. a really no, dynamic sure offensive is. lineup for sure. So maybe we'll It'd see. Be it. fun just to see Barton and Bones on the floor together too. In yeah. any capacity. Yeah, double Bones is. Um, all right, what else Chicken did bones. what else did we get from uh, Barton today? How was the Reverend? Um. I don't know. Off day for the reverend. You know, yeah. it was. I don't think it was anyone's fault, but we've talked to Barton so many times, going back to media day to now, and then have seen him on the court. Yeah, not at all. None. Yeah. So it's just it's getting to the point where we all have the same questions and he's got the same answers. We've heard different versions of it. Can definitely say this: he's in good spirits. Was not worried about the ankle. He was asked about his initial frustration level, uh, and he said, "Well, when he first heard it, he didn't know how severe it was." And he, and he joked that he thought to himself, ah, oh, here we go again, you know? But it's fine. He's At the end of the day, he's grateful it's just an ankle. He feels ready to go. We did get some insight into uh, Malone told us that he knew Will was in better shape and in a better place this year going back to a Vegas workout, right, Win with PJ and Monte, yeah. uh, in which Will just had his lift and he was dunking easily. Um, and he and Will were joking that it just looked like he, he looked great. Yeah, Will Barton's in the best like shape and the most athletic he's been in two years. I think mentally too. I I mean, again, I don't know him like that, but just based off these interactions, he just oh, seems yeah. to be. He's glowing. He's, he's floating. Yeah, he's like, got that. So I tried to tell people the other day. Again, I was another guy that walked out into the hall while I was there. Nobody else was there, and he's just floating. I asked him like how he feels, and he goes sensational. Like <laughs> he's just he's floating around right now, and that gets me excited. Yeah, like you kind of read that kind of stuff when you're around these guys. So I got to say, guys, I was very excited for Friday's game. I might be more excited for tomorrow's game just because it feels like the mo- the biggest dress rehearsal. And they're going to whoop up on the Thunder, too. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, I hope so. They've whooped up on everybody. The Spartans have been sneaky good, and they haven't had Will yeah. Barton yet, so I'm curious to see if tomorrow everything just kind of locks into place in a way that gets us – just over the I mean, I don't floor. know if you've seen what the Thunder have done this preseason, but they lost by 15 and then lost by 20. So. Sweet. They're going real Pelicans. Have you seen the Pelicans? <laughs> They've lost by like 40 and then 40. Is, is Zion coming back for the regular I season? I don't think he's um, <laughs> Isn't that I don't think seven he's days or something? participated in team activities. He's not yet. actually running, I saw. Oh, that's good. He's not running. Uh, he's dribbling, though. He's not par- running. He's participating about as much as Kyrie Irving, which we will talk about on the other side of this. The Brooklyn Nets, heavy favorites in nice Vegas. Segue, 80%. Then I thought it was thought you guys were going to... I thought there was going to be like applause or something. It was good. It was didn't. good. Okay, right. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about Brooklyn Nets. Like I- I'm, starting to, I'm starting to wonder, guys. I'm Whoa. starting to wonder. So... We'll talk about that on the other side, and maybe maybe that gives us a different perspective on the season for Denver. 
Hey guys, make sure to pick up some Mile High City Copper Lager for the game tomorrow night. Uh, watch our pregame show, drink some Mile High City Copper Lager, then watch our postgame show immediately live after uh, Nuggets Thunder tomorrow and Thursday, of course. Pick some up from your local liquor store, pick some up from the Breck Brew Farmhouse if you're out there. If you're out there, stop in, get some food, get some drinks. They got a great little uh, facility out there, the Breck Brew Farmhouse. Also pick up some Mile High City Copper Lager. Uh, if you're not out there, your local liquor store, grocery store, wherever you you know shop for Breck Brews, they've probably got the Mile High City Copper Lager. Uh, also, guys, we're sponsored by Ball across the entire DNBR network, as you guys know, as in Ball Arena, where the Nuggets will play. As in, the aerospace technology company also is in the world's largest aluminum can and packaging manufacturer. Ball has been leading global sustainability efforts for decades, and they reached out to us. They need help here in the Denver metro area at their golden plant. They have floor manufacturing positions for production technicians and other roles available because they need to make more cans. In 2020, a Ball made over 101 billion cans. They're going to make even more this coming season. Uh, they're adding line capacity to their 400-person plant here in Golden, Colorado. The demand for sustainable aluminum beverage cans is greater than ever. And chances are, if you've consumed a beverage in a can, it's been from a ball aluminum can. So if you want more info, go to jobs.ball.com and search for Golden. Or you can text Golden to 77222. That's jobs.ball.com and search for Golden. Or you can simply text Golden to 77222. I'm also going to throw in a DraftKings pick of the week Whoa. here, and I'm going back to the well. I'm going to the Broncos again because they've got the Raiders. I don't the know if you guys following the news, but <laughs> yeah, they're in the headlines today. <laughs> There's been some uh, some turbulence in Vegas, uh, so I'm going to take the Broncos minus four at home against the Raiders. Who could my have DraftKings ever, pick of the week? Who could have ever foreseen the Las Vegas Raiders with John Gruden at the helm getting into some I know pe- some so PR wild. trouble? That's it's crazy. So all right, you're taking the you're taking the Broncos. They've also looked great lately. Hey, they're gonna bounce back. This is a classic <laughs> bounce back game. Classic. My uh, bro, I had so much like fake it, like excitement for the Broncos. <laughs> it's like hell yeah, we're beating up on the Jets. Let's you guys could just play my Giants every week. Yeah, yeah. you'd be flying. We could. Uh, flying honestly, high. though, for the tailgate, don't forget, guys, this weekend the tailgate Sunday. I'm gonna be there. Um, I hope you, you guys gonna be there tailgate Sunday. I will tailgate. be there. I'll be there. Dude. Um, I hope it's a little cooler than it's been in past tailgates. Oh, it's so definitely. Are, are you kidding? At? You actually might be hoping. Sixty yeah, six, dude. Sixty six is almost perfect. Perfect. Yeah. You know what? That's the perfect weather for. Harassing strangers in a parking lot. <laughs> oh yeah, come be on the, the fan, fan vote. <laughs> come be on the fan vote. Um, all right, guys. So the uh, this Kyrie Irving saga has uh, really um, devolved over the last few days. It's been a little bit of a. I don't want to call it a standoff because I don't think the Nets are like trying. This isn't like trying to make a statement or this or that. It's just like, look, they have the rules that it's very difficult for Kyrie Irving to participate in anything, and the Nets have just come out and said, look, look. If he's not getting vaccinated, can't practice with us, can't play home games, which means he's basically going to be a non-practice road player for them, tells me well, it might just not be a player for him. Like It might just be that he's not – Kyrie Irving is a non-factor in this season for the Brooklyn Nets. At least they know he won't be a distracting non-practice right, non-road player. Honestly, though, this is – you know, you thought about that team. Kyrie Irving is, while he is the third best of the big three players there, he's still a guy that is sort of unguardable, especially when you can't help off of like yeah. the be- Joe Harris and Kevin Durant and James Harden. Like Kyrie Irving is, how do you guard that guy? Joe Harris one? first. <laughs> <laughs> That's the number one guy you can't leave. You can't. Uh, so their roster's still really good, but their title favorites were so high. 
they were so much ahead of the field. If Kyrie Irving was just out all year, I would say Brooklyn's still really good, whatever. But he's not. He's just kind of lingering. And it's like, where do we use him? And then later in the season, if there's injuries and this or that, I look at Brooklyn and I now say, talent, they still have this incredible thing. Maybe this works its way out. I don't know. Just a weird feeling about them not have not not having smooth sailing all season long. Am I alone here, or do you feel like their title chances have lowered in the last few days? Well, it's a weird. It's it's one less layer, right? Where you know we saw Harden's hurt in the playoffs, and Katie is right. phenomenal. But there are still great teams out east. Of course, right. the defending uh, NBA championships. So in the playoffs, yes, of course. I think you just have to acknowledge it. I think like you, what you said. There's matchups. There's also just the. 24 seconds forget what your defensive scheme is who's on the floor like this team needs a bucket right Kyrie's one of those guys and we've seen it on the highest level in the regular season they only seem to need any two of those That's guys true. at any given yeah, point, that's a great point so I'm with you I think they're still the favorites they but, weren't the one seed last year though that was um, Philadelphia I, yeah I'm not but you're right but they were close they were really I, good. I I, th- I would say, for me, it's they're no longer overwhelming favorites. I, they still are. I still look at them that, as favorites. Let me put it this way. Can the Denver Nuggets beat them? That, that's my question. If, if With the, this new Kyrie Irving news, is it realistic to be like, why not? Yeah. With Jamal Murray, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. I'd probably put the Nets. I'd slot them down to that Milwaukee Bucks tier. I really would, if Kyrie's not going to be on the team. A regular favorite, not a, like, yeah. 28, right. 19 Warriors They're still a bona fide contender. They're still really good. The regular season thing is interesting because, yeah, they didn't need all big th- all the big three in the regular season, but they needed two. So now, like, they are only going to have one on some nights. You know, yeah. Kevin Durant will rest. They'll only have James Harden. Uh, James Harden doesn't really rest that much, but, you know, he might a couple times here and there then they'll only have kevin durant uh so that's another factor where i think their regular season win total will also take a little drop um but yeah they're still contenders they're not the overwhelming contenders that they were with the big three for sure because i like patty mills he's good he is not even close to kyrie irving so um i think they definitely drop off i like how you framed it too with why not because i think that should be the perspective i mean the bucks just the Bucks are a why not team. The Raptors were right, a why not yep. team. And the season hasn't even started yet, and we're already seeing evidence why. If you're good enough or close to good enough or think you're somewhere near that threshold, you go for it. You position yourself as a team yeah. to to uh, to benefit off, off those circumstances. So I do think Denver's good enough. Of course, they would need Jamal, but they're definitely good enough that you go, oh, the title favorites are down one of their three best players. Right. Let's do this. I will say, if something happens, you know, four months from now, Maybe the law in New York changes or right. something like that, and suddenly Kyrie Irving's back. They're immediately the same title favorites they were. I don't think maybe they need, here's the thing. I, I don't oh. think they need long at all to get whatever limited chemistry they already had with sure. those three back on the same page. And I don't think Kate, Kevin Durant or James Harden are the type of people who would hold it like a grudge or anything against Kyrie Irving for missing time. I don't. I disagree. Uh, not about the grudge part. I mean that that I don't know, but. I, just the chemistry part. Like, look, this Nets team can be really good without Kyrie. If he was just completely out of the equation, which it sounds like maybe he, w- I mean, there's still a chance he's just out of the equation for three months. And if he is, I do think they will develop a chemistry of like, okay, Harden does this, KD does this, and everything, everybody else falls into place. But Kyrie is not the easiest piece to integrate because not like he's a great defender. 
It's not like he, you know, I mean, he can do a lot of things, but sometimes he goes off the rails a little bit and ISOs and does this stuff a little more than he should or whatever, as most ISO players do. So I don't know that it's a smooth sailing. And then on top of that, look, do they have his back for his, you know, him doing this? Maybe, maybe not. But it's also like there are just, you do just get aggravated with guys over time and you bring somebody in that disrupts things. It can be tough. So you do, but I don't know. Knowing how a lot of NBA players seem to operate with this stuff. I think Kyrie could come back tomorrow, could come back in three months, could come back in the playoffs and they'd be like, awesome. Like, let's roll. I really think so. If Kyrie Irving was 100% out of the picture, I would say Brooklyn is more or less the same threat because Brooklyn's just so good. Like Harden and KD, just how do you guard them? And then they put really nice pieces around them. So I would do that. The Kyrie factor and the uncertainty to me in some ways makes their ceiling higher, but their floor lower in a way that I'm like, you know what? I do feel like a little more confident that somebody can beat them than I did, you know, three, four days ago. And and maybe, man, I mean, we're already seeing like Jeff Green sort of talked about his decision making this summer. I, I shouldn't frame it as wanting to get away from Brooklyn, right. Brooklyn, but he chose something else. Right. And he talked about, you know, wanting a low distraction environment. It also circles right back to like the Nuggets are lucky that. You know, with, with well, Porter Jr. is lucky that a similar sort of restriction isn't in place in, in Colorado and Denver. But all the same, you're already seeing some reasons why maybe Jeff Green won a different route this summer. Yeah. I, there might be something more to that, too. I mean, it's not like he was too subtle about it. There, It does sure. seem like he wanted to be in a Denver as opposed to a Brooklyn. And I, that I contest would ha- was made by him. Dude, how weird do you think it is to be a role player in Brooklyn right now? I mean, they, they've been overwhelming favorites and 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 all the talent they need to win some of the best players that have ever played circus and, but it has to feel different than other years as a professional it imagine being patty mills and having to be asked every day about Kyrie's vaccination status like yeah, that stuff yeah. is grating right. man so and that stuff that's why i say if he was completely out of the picture those questions go away by next week right but if it's like right oh rumor has it that Kyrie right. is doing this and it's just non-stop it just never goes away and you always have to keep getting it so that's why i just said it could get a little grading for them the other half of this equation is that brooklyn aside i think milwaukee's the next best team in the nba and i think they're really good like if denver matched up to him with jamal's status as much of a mystery as it is i think it's hard to say oh denver will beat them you say they could beat them maybe two and a half out of ten times me personally that's kind of what i think maybe three out of ten maybe i'm underselling denver and they look better but that's just kind of where i'm at but i look at the lakers i look at utah i look at phoenix and i look at all the other teams out west the volume of teams is tough because you have to win a bunch but any individual team i look at and i go if murray is 90 percent himself and they match up with the utah jazz coin flip i'm in like i feel good about that if murray's 100 percent, i'm taking denver 90 percent murray against phoenix coin flip to me um you know if he's 100 percent, i like him taking denver so i this is just another year where i look at it and i go i don't we don't know how to quantify this for the nuggets and what murray looks like when he comes back nobody does but i also feel like it's more like last year than people realize and that the doors just open there's not that one team that you're like uh realistically that it would take a miracle Honestly, man, this might be the direction we're trending, where yep. it's just I agree. by the end of the season, whoever's the healthy. most healthy and is still, you know, has the talent right. can win it. The, the door's and, open. And matchups. Yeah, and matchups. And, you know, who knows what that's going to look like. You can't so, control it. Right. You assemble the best roster you can. You try to manage your minutes as well as you can throughout the regular season. You just hope and pray that nobody suffers a season-ending injury, and you hope all your guys are healthy. 
going into the playoffs. That just might be where we're heading. How many teams did you just name? Was it like four or five, right? Two out east, three out west? I, I think any, More than that, I think. Any, any one of those five to six teams should say, if, if they're facing an, another one of those teams in the conference finals or finals, they should look themselves in the mirror and say, we can do this. We have right. a chance. And, I mean, I love where the NBA has been in these last couple of seasons with that in that regard. I know it's been for some weird reasons, right. but I love this. I love this idea that we, as in multiple fan bases, can either say truthfully or at least lie to ourselves about what's possible. Yep. And I love that that whole take about, you know, all the different things that can factor into how you feel about the team. Because if Denver got, say, Memphis in the first round, they should be favored. If they got uh, Clippers in the second round, who's a really good team, but Denver matches up well with them, you'd be like, okay, lucky break. And then, you know, who knows, Utah or whatever. Yeah. But if you end up going in other directions, like you have Golden State in the first round, like, okay, that's really tough. Golden State's probably going to be coming up. You got the Lakers in the second round, like Anthony Davis and Yoke. That's a tough matchup for Yoke. Like, there's ways you this can break really tough or really positive. I just think this is a year where it's more every team has that is at that mercy of health sure. and, and those random things. I'm getting more excited about Denver, guys. I really am. I just feel good. <laughs> How much does Bones Highland have to do with All it? All of it. <laughs> no, no, a lot of it. Like, uh, there, is, there is this idea of like just an X factor. And look, putting your hopes and dreams on Bones Highland, come playoff time, it's hard to be to imagine him playing like more than a 15-minute role, like a little bit role. But he is just a wild card for Denver. Denver needed wild cards this year. They needed a guy that's like... Yeah. Maybe Bones Highland has a Tyler Hero-like rookie season where he's a legitimate X-factor yeah. and wins you a playoff game because he makes six of six threes. And that he's, that's possible. Thinking of that for a Faku or for a Zeke Naji or this or that is, didn't feel that realistic. With Bones, hell yeah, he could have an Austin Rivers game or of two. Like, why not? He's, he's a freaking gamer. Yeah. This yeah. year's not a wash, and it never was for me. I've been excited since, since the last season ended. Hell yeah, let's do it. Let's hit our last break. On the other side, we have two different power rankings of sorts to get <laughs> to. It. Future power rankings as well as league pass power rankings. So we'll get to those on the other side. All right, now, guys, go to manscaped.com. Use code DNVR. You're going to get 20% off plus free shipping. All you got to do is drop the code DNVR at manscaped.com. Get 20% off plus free shipping. Make sure to pick up the Perfect Package 4.0. Inside, you'll find the holy grail of men's grooming. Uh, they've made it real easy uh, to upgrade your grooming routine with that lawnmower 4.0. You also get the Weed Whacker in there, a total game changer uh, to your hygiene arsenal. Uh, you also get the Shed Travel Bag as well. You also get the Crop Preserver, the Crop Reviver. All things you need to have the perfect manscaping experience. Make sure to go to manscaped.com. Use the code DNVR. Get 20% off plus free shipping uh, with that code when you use it at manscaped.com. Uh, this week at DraftKings, guys. We've got the NFL in full swing, obviously. You got another shot to win big at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers, you guys can bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in oh, free bets. I was going to guess. Either team scores a point. The last 0-0 tie in the NFL, 1943. So if you play the odds like you do at DraftKings, probably got a good chance to walk out with 100 bucks this weekend. Uh, DraftKings customers also can do same-game parlays now. 
They have that for NFL games. I think they'll have it for NBA games too. Um, combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win, of course. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Bet just $1 on any on any NFL game. Win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. Promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, be sure to call 1-800-522-4700. Uh, finally, guys, get in on these deals at Solace Meds in October. Dixie Gummies, 25% off. Solace Bars, 25% off. Solace Sticks, those are new, brand new. 25% off. Mile High Extractions, 25% off. Summit for 25% off. And 1906 Drops, 25% off as well. They've also got Halloween specials. That's to come later in the month. But you can get those deals at any of the four Solace Meds Colorado locations. Fort Collins, Wheat Ridge, Broadway, and East Colfax. Last one's very close to the DNVR bar. Also, when you stop in at any of those locations, use the code DNVR20. Get an additional 20% off your entire purchase. Also, get a free Solace bar or King Cone. Solace Med just hooking it up. Get all those deals throughout the month of October. And, of course, you can always drop the code DNVR20 for an additional 20% off. Perfect. Back here, final segment of DNVR Nuggets podcast. Don't forget, guys, we have the player preview series that have been coming out. Zeke Naji's out. Which one's coming out later today, Kale? PJ Composure. PJ Composure. Whoa, that dozy uh, I got. I, man, I've been so 5 p.m. tonight. I've been so pumped because I've been doing the list for these preseason games, and it's just like I've I, I'm surprised at how much I've enjoyed getting back into film study. Mm. So much so, this is like a little meta here, but sometimes when I'm doing it, I'll go through a whole game and I'll realize I'll be like, I pulled six clips. I'm going through a preseason game and I probably pulled like 50 clips. <laughs> like almost every play is a clip. Yeah. And then I have to go through at the end and be like, all right, I got too many clips. Every play. Yeah. I guess every play is a clip. Yeah. Every play is a clip. <laughs> a breakdown. Yeah. Actually, it's the full game. You just watch it one clip at a time. <laughs> uh, did you see? I was just, I don't know, in a YouTube hole the other night. Carl Towns did like a 30 minute breakdown of one of his preseason games on Twitch. No way! It really? was just him on the screen breaking down one of their preseason games. Oh, that's so! It was dope. awesome. That's man. so cool, man. That's awesome. That's really cool. that's Is that so Carl cool. Anthony Towns we're talking about? Yeah, that's what the I same say? one. Carl Towns. Carl Towns. Carl Towns. Yeah. He's also accurate. I've just yeah. never heard that before. Yeah. He, well, he was Carl Towns before Carl Anthony. Oh yeah, that's Towns. right. That's right. Yeah, but he was just on Twitch. His little head was in the corner, breaking down a preseason game. <laughs> His little head His little was. Head. I was just like, "This is awesome." Oh, by the way, I had to. I did take notes from home yesterday. I saw Wind made himself laugh with Mister Dependable again. <laughs> oh yeah, it's the best. Huh? <laughs> right, I was like, "Oh, that's in my bingo just board an right there." Ten out of ten nickname. Can't breathe. <laughs> Um, all right, so you guys be on the lookout for those. I'm telling you, they get better and better now as we get more and more, you know, to the the main guys. And I I'm so pumped for them. I'm so pumped for you to see them. We got the ones out of the way that maybe you're like, whatever. I'll listen to Marcus Howard break down Peter Cornley. But now we're at the ones where it's like, I'm telling you, we, there's a genie that appears at one point. It's fantastic. The you Peter Cornley one was great. The Peter Cornley one was. Go back and watch one. it. Yep. Yeah, because we did rate the highlight on that one. Yes. And you pulled some excellent. 
Peter Cornelie highlights from the top league in France. Next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you talking about Liga Tapa? The, the, the top league. The, the top league. league. The, the top the, the league. A, a little inside joke. You guys have to go back. I'm what telling you. Back. Like I am personally offended if those don't each get 10,000 views because they're, they're, so, they're good, so fun. Man. Like we put so much love into those. Nobody's doing previews like that. <laughs> Nobody. It's kind of true, actually. Um, we're going to go now into future rankings. Before we get to league pass power rankings, we're going to go to future rankings. This is where ESPN, they... It's kind of dumb. <laughs> it's kind of dumb because they have a formula that they have to stick to when doing this. Okay. And it's like the formula doesn't make sense. It's kind of like, you know, sometimes you would be like, okay, who's better, Kevin Herter or uh, Jamal Murray? And you're like, well, Kevin Herter's a better shooter. He's taller. One longer wings. Red, and you yeah. get all these. And you're like, what? No. Like, it doesn't matter how many boxes one checks. The other guy's definitely yeah. better. It's kind of like that here where they rank them. They have a formula for players, management, money, market, and draft assets, draft capital. And then they give you a score. So yeah, I was going to say, is draft how many assets you have or how good your GM is at drafting? Nope, draft assets. Okay. Exactly. That's yeah, a exactly. very different thing. Oh, it's so true. Like a <laughs> Tim Conley, two first rounders over the next five years or like... Like uh, is a Tim Conley second Knicks. rounder better than... A Vivek Ron Adibay lottery. There you go. Maybe it's like even. And if there's anyone we trust to really define and and quantify all of this stuff, it's the worldwide leader. The worldwide leader. Let's get into it. So the formula is kind of dumb, but nonetheless, uh, it's kind of interesting. So number one, who would you guys guess is the number one future power rankings? Like they're the most set up for the next five years. Brooklyn. It's Brooklyn. Yeah. They, right. On yeah. players, they scored number one. Surprise, surprise, because I mean, they sure. have all those guys locked up for years and years well, to come. Well, I, I heard they were trying to get an extension done with Kyrie Irving. I don't know how that's going to work out. Uh, maybe <laughs> they'll have Ben Simmons shortly, and it'll be like a, even more of a super team. Um, but still. Management. Uh, also, market, they got a three. So market matters here. They got three. I'm sure the Lakers are number one and probably the Knicks number two, I'm guessing. But the, yeah. Wait. Okay, yeah. All right. I'm guessing that's how it no, works. No, yeah, probably. I mean, guys are going to want to start going to Brooklyn. Absolutely. I mean, that's just, it's going to work. I think it's already happened. Man- management tied for seventh. Okay. Surprised it's not a little higher. But. Yeah. I mean, the, the probably market probably boosts up what you're thinking of. Money, 29th. They don't have any money to spend. Like, they're, oh, they're pretty, like, but I mean, that doesn't matter. For it doesn't them. matter. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter. And then the draft capital, they were 28. Again, doesn't Again, matter. doesn't really matter. So <laughs> it makes sense to me that Brooklyn's number one. They're yeah. just, they're going to be around, sadly, guys. Sure. They're going to be around but for a while. But their future is also just like their present. It's just yeah, like what's, yeah. what's in place here. If it yeah. if they don't trade those guys, they'll be good. That being said, if we talk about Denver, like, oh, I love their chances this year. Next year should be great. And the year after should be great. You look at Brooklyn and you're like, is Brooklyn going to be there? Like, yeah, yep. they'll probably still yeah, be around. Probably. Like, they're going to have to go through Brooklyn. Number yeah. two, any guesses? Lakers. No. No. Milwaukee? The Milwaukee Bucks, okay. who also Hell have yeah. Gian- well, okay. <laughs> Giannis and Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton locked up. So players, they get a two. They get a two on players. And then part of this is because they're locked up, right? They've got those guys for a while. Management, they got a three. Came in third. Okay. Um, well, they, they bungled the trade recently, but okay. Just, <laughs> just like... Um, with Brooklyn, money and draft, they come in 28th, 29th, and then market. I'm kind of surprised. Market is 16th, which just goes to show you 
there's really like five markets, and then everyone else should be tied for sixth. <laughs> so if Milwaukee is somehow the 16th best market. Dude, for, I mean, like, if Milwaukee on. wasn't good, their market might be 30th. <laughs> yeah, such a, there's nobody, you never hear guys that are just Although like... Although I like Milwaukee. I, I really do like Milwaukee, but I don't, think, I don't think NBA players do. It's not about what we like. It's the same <laughs> with Denver. Like I love Denver, but do NBA players want to go and spend their winters there? Probably not. That's the, that's the thing. I heard it's a sick ski season. Though. So sick, man. And even market, I think you would factor in marketability and i don't know that like nike is like we got to get our athletes to milwaukee where we can really reach a wide sure. audience that's i that's don't part think of it. so so number three the lakers the lakers they yeah. came in here so we're just doing power rankings the word futures has nothing to do with <laughs> anything true. we're doing so <laughs> that's the oldest team in the history the of professional sports they, okay? yeah, yeah, right. with the no money or draft capital sport, left yeah. number three on the future ranking. Uh, perfect yeah. well well it doesn't it doesn't seem like uh draft capital and money are weighed as <laughs> As equally as just looking market. at players on the team. <laughs> and it's so players. true. Market, they get a number one. Of course, the Lakers market will forever be number one. Right. Warm weather. Celebrities live there. There's all kinds of clubs and models and um, corporations and everything else. Like, it's the place to be. They'll all be number one. Like, I throw models into that. Well, I'm sorry. Is that not a factor? <laughs> no, you're like, yeah, they have, like, good weather and models. And, you know. I'm just saying, like, if you're a professional the three athlete. W they got the three, three Ws. W's. The three Ws. Yeah. Um, market's number one. Players. They have number three, so this is so far gone in order of players, to your point. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they've got LeBron and Anthony Davis. I don't really think they have. Oh, and I guess West, Russell Westbrook. But come on. Is Russell Taylor Westbrook. Horton Tucker? No, is Russell Westbrook's future, like, future power rankings that great? His present power rankings aren't that great. <laughs> yes, uh, future, we'll see. Uh, management gets a six, which just kind of makes That's me so anno annoyed. It's just so annoying. They did a good job. The though, guys are getting, on the team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The guys are on the so team. So LeBron, who are you friends with? Yeah. Um, wow. Six. Money twenty sixth. Draft twenty seventh. Doesn't matter. They're still number three. Number four. Any guesses? The Schmender Nuggets. <sighs> yeah. The Denver Nuggets. The Denver pull it up, Kale. You can pull it up the screen here. Number four. A minor miracle. It's so funny too, by the way, that we sandwich. Everybody wants Lakers Nets, right? That's the like, hey, we want that, and you sandwich that with Milwaukee Denver, which is what I would love to see. And it's funny that you have this contrasting haves and have-nots in your top four. What a perfect contrast. It's, it's awesome, man. And um, look, deservingly so. They have th their big three, three potential like top 25 players in the league right. locked up for the foreseeable future. I mean, we all know Nicole Jokic is going to sign the Supermax next summer. Michael Porter Jr. is on a five-year deal. Jamal Murray's right. got another yep. three, four years on his deal. Aaron Gordon has four more years left on his deal. This team's going to be very, very good for a long, long time. And they've got a couple other things trending up. I think the market is probably trending up. Well, let's go, let's go one at a time here because you said players, and you're right. They came in fourth in players. So one, two, three, four for players also comes in one, two, three, four for power future power rankings. Is there a chance this... They're underselling this when we talk about a five-year outlook. Well, I was going to say players, I think you could make the argument they should be above the Lakers. I think there's a can I mean, look, LeBron and AD, until proven otherwise, are still a really dynamic duo. But you know what? Maybe this is the year they get proven otherwise. Well, I mean, at some yeah. year that the top falls out. I will say with regards to the non-top three guys, only Brooklyn has a case, in my opinion, for being better there. Milwaukee may be a mild case, right. but Brooklyn has like your Patty Mills or your Joe. Definitely not the Lakers. Not the Lakers, for sure. Definitely not. Denver's like 
fourth best player is Aaron Gordon, who was the first best player on a team last year. Yeah. Uh, Will Barton's extremely good. You've got Jamichael Green and Jeff Green. Like who are, Will Barton you know, would be would the play Lakers, for every team. Lakers clear fourth best player. Um, Monte Morris Ooh. is he the Lakers fourth best he's, player? He's a, the, one of the better backup point guards you'll have in all of the NBA. Yeah. Um, but again, Brooklyn has Patty Mills. And yeah. they, they've got a lot of guys as well. I think that Denver, to me, it makes sense players are for it, and I would even not be surprised if that bumps up. Sure, and I was going to ask you guys to piggyback off the Kyrie thing. If that, With just that being the case for now, does Denver have the best starting lineup in the league? Man, that's a good well, question. it's not the Lakers, because the Lakers are starting like Wayne Still Ellington might. and uh, Kendrick Nunn. I don't even right. know. Um the Nets, the Nets have a pretty good one. The Nets with Kyrie have the best starting lineup. Without him, I mean, Patty Mills still pretty good. Man, still pretty good. Patty Mills the is Nuggets, still hard to guard. The Nuggets with Monte Morris probably makes them not have the best. Oh, with starting Monte, lineup. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good point. With good Jamal, point. yes, I think you can definitely make that argument. Management Denver got a four, and I feel like there's finally some respect on Tim yeah. Conley's name. This might I can't remember what it was last year, but I remember a couple years back. Maybe it was two years ago when they came in like 14th in management. And you're like, what do they got to do? <laughs> right. Like, what do they got to do for you to be right. like, again, this is where like Lakers management gets elevated to sixth. And you're like, oh, because they sign guys that are like forcing the coercing the entire league into getting them there. And they end up signing like good work. I, I feel like Tim Conley finally gets this. And to be honest, even fourth, I'm like. They drafted an MVP at 41. Bones Highland looks fantastic already. They've got yeah. three max players that they drafted. None of them are higher than the seventh Man. pick. Like, come on. I don't think I, – I, and I know the Warriors' big three, I don't think they were all, like, on maxes. The Thunder obviously never got there when they traded Harden. But has there ever been a team that's drafted the three cornerstone players of their franchise and signed them all to right. rookie max extensions? I don't think so, man. When they do it, it's always like they were three top three picks. Yeah. And that and that's why. And to do it at the 41st pick, the 14th pick, and the 7th pick. Insane. This isn't like even a Philly potential process thing where it's like three top three picks. True, man. It's, not wrong. it's wild what they did with those not, three Not picks. to mention their starting lineup, Will Barton off the dumpster pile. They got Monte Morris, second, almost the almost undrafted. Like yeah. Will Barton was a trade ac- acquisition. Aaron Gordon, a trade acquisition. Right. Both looking like worth it. You know. Yeah. Um, so management high. Money 25th. I mean, this is going to be a storyline for the Nuggets. They're going to yep. be one of the most expensive teams and least flexible, most likely. Um, Market 15th. Now, I saw this and I thought, Aaron Gordon came in. He's like, Denver's so chill. I love it, whatever. Aaron uh, uh, Austin Rivers comes in. He's like, of course, everyone loves Denver. We know Jeff Green loved wanted to be in, you know a place like Denver. I'm curious if Denver's maybe a sl- slightly climbing higher than 15. Again, Definitely. I think there's really only like four markets. And I kind of just want to sit here fifth, and but, name the 15 markets yeah, might that take are a while. I thought about doing that. That'd be but, fun. Uh, Milwaukee was 16th, Denver was 15th. I honestly think that that ranking, it's just a tie. Everybody's a tie. Oklahoma City and New Orleans are like probably 29th and 30th, and then everybody else is just tied for fifth. New York, LA, LA, New York, New York, Miami. I guess it's sixth. Hey man, then everyone tied for sixth. But like, if, you know, obviously this isn't science, but if the perception of Denver gets into just that top 15 ish sort of category, then you start looking at how well the front office has run this thing, the stability stability within yeah. the brass of the organization, the appeal of playing alongside Jokic. You know, Denver doesn't – it starts to add up to – you know, they're never going to be that, well, you'll sign with us just because of where we're at on the map thing. 
but I really do think it's starting to add up to something desirable. If you want to know how they can get higher, their draft spot is 25th, but again, that's a Tim Conley, Tim Conley 25. A Tim Conley 25 is really like a, a 30 or something. So, or I don't know, a 20. Um, all righty. Let's go on now to, to after them was, by the way, Miami, then Phoenix, then Golden State. So some really good teams that have pretty good futures that are behind yeah, Denver. Wow. So a lot of respect on Denver's name. Yeah, there was a lot um, of Let's go to league pass rankings real quick now and go. just kind of run through these. I wonder where the Nuggets are going to rank. Zach Lowe just did this, but he his top 10, I think, drops later or maybe next week. So he hasn't revealed Denver in the top 10, though. Now, look, we know Zach Lowe loves the Nuggets. He always ranks them, I feel, a little bit lower than what he really thinks because totally. he's like trying to hide his own bias. Totally. But I have a feeling Denver will be somewhere around 7, 8, 9, 10, you know, yeah. so somewhere in the back half of the top 10. Let's throw out the Nuggets. Of course, there are league pass darlings. Vote. Give me two or three teams that you're like, I'm, I like these teams. I'm Do you have a list or do you want me to go to I win? do have a list. Okay. also want to say the Nuggets were my original league pass team. That's why. That's I true. That's true. Uh, okay. Can I just take the Nuggets East? The Chicago Bulls, yeah. they're on my list. Number one for me, too. Number hey. one. Uh, I think they're just going to be... I think that's going to change by the end of the season. Hey, have you? first of all, can I just say, have you looked at their net rating, Bulls, in preseason? 3-0. Oh, have you net watched... Rating, have 22 points. you watched DeMar DeRozan for like more than that's 10 a, games come ever? Come on, man. Oh, this is terrible. A, no, I mean... I is, can't wait till you, you have to watch Nikola Vucevic every single night. Hey, wow. Lonzo... Zach Levine, Lonzo Ball hey, already. Dude. Just the perfect fit. Is this just... Was, is this an Arturis thing? Do you have some feelings you want to wow. get? I'm just kidding. I uh, don't. I just don't think they're as how exciting much, as a lot of people how, are How much of on. your rankings and just general feel for them is this like wanting Arturis to have something good? Way up there. Me too. Way Although, I, yeah, yeah, me too. Um, right. It also kind of feels harmless. Like they can be competitive out east and oh. not step on Denver's toes at all. Right, right. They're not going to get to the finals. I have another one too. Curious if anyone else feels this way. I really like the vibes in Charlotte right now. I like of watching course. the Charlotte Hornets play basketball. With a lot of fun, a lot of highlights to Lonzo be Lonzo and Lamelo one two for Brendan Vote. Also, man, Lamelo, I love this dude. Yeah, me too. I, he just makes the games electric, and of course, not the same way, but just vaguely similar to Jokic insofar as a playmaker first. I just love that style of basketball. <laughs> and then uh, I'll put Memphis on there because Dev hates watching Jaw so much. <laughs> <laughs> Boo, Dev. Uh, Harrison, you got a? You got any more? Their crossover there, some teams you agree oh, with? Oh, for sure. Charlotte? I mean, that's my side piece. It's been my side <laughs> piece for the last couple of years. <laughs> Chicago, not on my list. Sorry. Um, Atlanta's on my list. Yeah, of course. I love watching They Atlanta. were my side piece team yeah. last year. They're going to be great this yeah, year. Yeah, they've too. like... You said John Collins dunk? Yeah. In the Dude, <laughs> holy... Atlanta's just really shown me something yeah, these last a good couple years, man. Like, yeah. oh, oh, I see you, Atlanta. Uh, let's see here. Who else? I could probably get into watching a little Orlando this year. That's probably my worst Hang caliber. On. You is this an RJ Hampton? Is this an RJ Hampton? Yeah, RJ Hampton. Checking out on ex-lover. Uh, Suggs. Um, it, list is dropping off after that. <laughs> Gary Harris. Just Anthony. No, okay. Uh, probably talking talk myself into Mo Bamba for a game. <laughs> no, you one won't. game. No, you two won't. quarters. Okay. Um, here's another team that's kind of on my league pass rankings that I'm probably buying a little more than everybody. Minnesota. Okay. Interested I, to see Minnesota. I, I'm telling year. you, this is how how fickle I am. I was hyping them up. I watched the preseason. They kind of annoyed me. I was like, oh, <laughs> well, annoying. They, they are super annoying. They're, they're like, like kind like, of annoying. Ugh. I'm replacing them. I see in the chat here, I got people, um, uh, Miroslav, he nailed it. The Kings. 
Davion Mitchell, my guy. Uh, Davion Kings. Mitchell, Tyrese Halliburton, those are my dudes. Um, um, Kings are replacing the. Uh, uh, who is it we just we just threw out? Dude, you get really fired up by uh, tenacious on-ball defense on a losing team. Does yeah, that really that's my thing, man. Oh, D- Davion Mitchell, dude, I'm telling you. He is he's awesome. top three baddest dude in the NBA right now. In person in summer league? Not most skilled, just um, baddest. It was actually insane. Watching that kind of defensive focus is, is yeah. pretty nuts. I mean, I just feel like I like watching bad teams more than good teams a lot of the time. <laughs> feels, feels less guilty. Yeah. I just I, I like bad teams. I see somebody says Oklahoma City in the chat. I see somebody mm. says Dallas. I, I'm with – I vote. we line up. I said Bulls. I th- said Hawks. Uh, I got Hornets on here and Grizzlies up there. My two guilty pleasures, guys. The Warriors, I'm excited to watch the Warriors. Steph Curry st- remains the greatest show in basketball. Yeah. I love Yoke. Steph Curry still just like when he's on fire, it, there's just nothing like it, and he's on fire pretty much all the time now. No disagree there. Um, no disagree. Jordan Poole's pretty good, and then you get Clay Thompson back at a certain point. They're very high. And then I hate to say this one. I'll watch some Brooklyn Nets. I'll watch some Brooklyn Nets. I hate them. It's a hate watch, but you'll be forced to watch them because they'll be on. They TNT will be on TV. Night. Well, you're right. They're not even on League Pass ever. They'll always be on. But <laughs> KD the, right now. The good news is it'll be a slightly different roster and lineup every time you watch. Yeah. And you'll learn nothing new about them, and then they'll win the title. And then they'll win the title. So that's can my we list. talk about our non-League Pass teams? <laughs> every team I honestly, it's easy. Every team I didn't mention is kind of on that list. The team I'm least looking forward to watching this year, the Lakers, the Knicks. The Knicks, the Lakers, yeah. The Lakers. I've got kind of um, Wizards. I've got kind Wizards of a hot I'm take. not very excited about. Yeah. From here. The Pacers. Who is I don't even care less uh, about the Pacers. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, like I don't need to see the Bucks play that much, man. Really? I know, I know it paid off take. and they won, but like, like God, that Bucks. offense can be grueling and hideous. They, uh, they here's have, another team yeah. I don't need to see play. The Trailblazers. <laughs> Don't need to see a single Trailblazers game. All this right. Well, that does it for us, guys. Thanks so much for playing along with us uh, and sharing those comments. Also, the Clippers. I have no interest in watching the Clippers. That's another good point. Really good point. Not for Hartenstein. <laughs> he didn't play the other day. He played Giles and didn't play Hartenstein. And I'm like, Hartenstein, something's got to be wrong with him. Something, like, he's got to be the biggest jerk or something that he never. Harry Giles, the worst player in the NBA. I think he might be. My, the, if I ranked them all, he would be my um, last one. I'm not going to say anything. All right. Don't say anything then. Good Guys, call. that does it for the show. Don't forget tonight, PJ Dozier at 5 o'clock. Don't forget tomorrow, we got pregame show. We got postgame show. We've also got other two more player previews dropping tomorrow. I think. Mr. Wow. Nugget drops tomorrow. Mr. We've also, Nuggets. I believe, got Jeff Green dropping tomorrow. So uh, they're starting to get good, guys. You're going to want to be in. And these are premiered. So you get the live chats going. We're usually in the live chat watching along. Watch those with us. Make it an event. Set your watches. Hit the little bell button that tells you there's a reminder. It'll shoot it to your phone. We're filming right now, guys. Whoa. Right now, we are going to film Michael Porter Jr., Nikola Jokic to wrap up the series. Mm. Can't, Can't wait. wait. Can't, Can't wait. wait. See everybody tomorrow. I don't need to watch. Right, the XOs, the Colorado XOs, your local rugby team. Well, they've rebranded once again, uh, but this one's here to stay. We're talking about the American Raptors, and they just finished their uh, first season at 5-5. Five and five. Remember, they were the XOs. We've been telling you all about 
this experiment. It's crossover athletes who excelled in other sports coming from backgrounds in football, basketball, baseball, wrestling, soccer, track and field. Now they're trying rugby. It turns out they're pretty good at it. And if you want to check this out, see what it looks like with your own eyes. That's the best part about hitting up an American Raptors game. They are free, baby. F-R-E-E. Head over to AmericanRaptors.com and grab your free ticket for the upcoming season. If you can't make a game, AmericanRaptors.com will be streaming all of them from their website. Check it out, and if you get into it, the best way to stay on top of it all is with our weekly DNVR Rugby podcast hosted by the homie Colton Strigler. Check it out.